Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Hyde in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. The third damn danked in a row. Third damn danked in a row. I don't like the day's date. I don't like dank days. Dank days are downers, don't you? What's the temperature? Rainy. 40. Not 40. Is it? I'm glad John listens to the show. 37. 37. 37. I can read his lips. Quite the uh, quite the victory by the Wild How about night. that comeback? I watched it. I watched the third period. Glad I did. Uh, I we watched it as a family. Out. And we're shouting really? when they scored. Yes. Yeah, I didn't do that. No shouting? I have one that everyone can put in their uh, notebooks. Man forgot where he parked his car. Oh, I've done that. Well, What's he found it 20 years later. Oh, <laughs> I have not done that. In 1997, in the German city of Frankfurt. Oh, Frankfurt. A man reported his car is stolen to the police. 20 years later, the authorities in the city have tracked down the missing vehicle, only to, only to discover that the man who owned it had, in fact, just forgotten where he'd parked it. <laughs> And assumed it had been stolen. The vehicle is found in a garage in an old industrial building that is due to be demolished. The car was in the way of the demolition, so it was reported to the police, who then investigated who the owner was. According to German regional paper Augsburger Allgemeine, oh yes, I read it very much. The man, now 76 years old, was driven by the police with his daughter to be reunited with the car. Unfortunately, the car was no longer functional and had to be scrapped. Oh, no, that works for the insurance. The incident is reminiscent of another German case in which a man was reunited with his vehicle two years after parking and going on a drinking binge in Munich, only to forget where he'd parked the car. Ooh. He reported it missing, and eventually police found the vehicle two and a half miles away from where the man thought he had parked it. It had... Really? Yeah. Really? You said reunited twice. It had uh, that guy's car had forty seven grand in cash in the trunk, along with fifty thousand, uh, fifty nine thousand dollars worth of tools. I would not, I would not forget that where I parked that car earlier this year. A man from Scotland lost his car after attending a Stone Roses gig in Manchester. He reportedly searched for the vehicle for five days before giving up. He even contacted the council and various companies in a bid to trace the vehicle. He eventually reported the car stolen, but it was found six months later exactly where he'd left it, although with parking fines estimated at over $6,600. In fact, Rook, at that point you just say, ah, that's not mine. Wasn't there a great film made about this very subject, Dude, Where's My Car? Dude, Where's My Car? Wasn't that... uh... That was Ashton Kutcher. Uh, you Sean William Scott. I may have missed that one, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Royce was telling us a story about that very thing. Who was the mayor? George Latimer. That this hap- didn't that happen to him? Mm-hmm. Out at... Uh, Met, was it Met Center? No. Metropolitan State. I think it was Sofitel. Hotel Sofitel? I think. But George, uh, he found his car. He's okay. George Sofitel okay. no longer is, exists. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's a great uh, French restaurant. They spoke all French when you went there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have not heard from official GL, geologist Stacy, although she remains, I believe, on the scene of the San Andreas Fault, and three more quakes struck last evening. 
Uh, the first quake hit near uh, Soledad, California, magnitude only 2.9. Two hours later, a second quake, 3.2, uh, shook Soledad, and at 8.09, a 3.8. Uh, no injuries or damages. Monterey County has been rocked by quakes since Monday, when a 4.6 magnitude earthquake landed 13 miles northeast of Gonzales. It was felt more than 90 miles away in San Francisco. But we can be assured that uh, we have uh, correspondence in place monitoring any developments there. I think if anything happens or if it turns into uh, break glass, smoke lucky, uh, we, will, we will get a, a telephone call. Mm-hmm. Uh the uh, backlash to uh, Franken has been extraordinary, hasn't it? It's just uh... <clears throat> yeah, I'm, it's everybody's talking about it. Uh, she is everywhere. She's on just about every show, and uh, I haven't seen a video of him on on the news or anything like just that printed apology. So I haven't heard him speak yet. Of course, Trump couldn't resist. He called him Frankenstein. Yeah, uh, President. <laughs> Please be quiet. Yeah. Please be be very quiet, and I, I wouldn't say anything if I were you. I'm not sure he has the moral high ground to be taking a position. Uh, I guess that's what I'm saying. You put it better than I. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I defended that dentist. Remember the guy who uh, shot the trophy lion, Cecil? Uh, his name is escaping me, but... <clears throat> You know, he paid the legal fees to go on a big game hunt, and he caught all kinds of grief for it. I, I'm not sure I can get behind anyone who brings home uh, any elephant tusks. Uh, it doesn't I, have I'm, a good I'm ring pro, to I'm it. I'm pro-elephant. Uh, well, I'm pro-lion, too. If, if an animal is endangered, why don't we just not shoot it? I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a hunting guy. I'm pro-hunting. But I, I, do, I do not want people to hunt elephants. There's no need. The Trump administration will begin allowing hunters to bring into the U.S. trophy elephants killed in Zimbabwe, reversing a 2014 ban on a practice that has received intense scrutiny. Though African elephants are protected under the Endangered Species Act, the law allows the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to authorize imports of trophies if the agency finds that hunts contribute to the species' survival. A uh, Okay. Oh, so, I see. So, so I in see. other words, uh, you got four hundred elephants. I don't know why, if they're endangered, taking some would would be beneficial. Let me see. Yeah, it just doesn't have. It doesn't seem like it's very um, game worthy or very. And it's being reported to me that Trump did misspell Frankenstein. Ah, <laughs> I gotcha. Oh, hey, will man. you take um, uh, Gene on seven line seven, please? Jean? Hi, Joe. Hi. I'm Stacy's mother. Oh, hi. And Stacy is in Monterey. She's being married at 2 o'clock our time on the beach. Quite and, literally, the um, earth might move. Well, that's she's very excited because they're reporting the rumblings. They were 37 miles away, and she's hoping for something closer. <laughs> Jean, why are you not there? Uh, this, is, this is just the two of them. Oh, None for, of us are out there. It's she a quiet three, one, yeah. Yeah, the quiet one. No. Um, so Sunday they're going to, she'll be at the San Andreas Fault. So okay. that'll be great for her. She loves it. Yeah. Great. Well, this scramble today then will be in Stacy's honor. But we'll dedicate Thank it. You. Yeah, we'll dedicate the scramble to their matrimony. Yes. All right. I'll tell her. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Right. See, I told you we had uh, 
We had a correspondent there. I hope it's the earth doesn't start moving. And then, you know, do you take this? uh, Right, right. We don't finish the ceremony. Let's finish this thing off. So anyway, let's uh, I don't want to shoot elephants. I guess I'm a euphorian. I just don't want to. I don't like the, you know, a tiger, a lion, you know, they can get you. An elephant really they can get you. They, oh, they, stop they, you. But they no. lumber. They're not they're no, not no, no, quick. No, no, no. They are quick. They are quick. Oh right, well then shoot them they, right between the eyes if you're running after me. Elephants <laughs> don't suffer fools gladly. Okay, then I change my tune. They're if they're mean, right between the eyes. And well, I, surplus I just ones. I just don't uh you know, if a guy brought me over to his house and he said, Hey, look what I'm hanging in my garage. I just brought him back from Zimbabwe. Elephant tusks. I'd have unkind words for the guy. Right. I think I would too. Yeah. If I'm invited over to the Trumps, I'm going to say, hey, guys, no texting. I guess the Trump kid brought some home, huh? Yeah. Donnie or Or whatever his name is. Eric? Yeah. It's the end of the world as we know it. Joe Sushi. All night through. Reavers is pretty fired up. He he brought me a. copy of his daily newspaper. Weekly. Oh, I love those neighborhood papers. Oh, the Chaska Herald. Yeah. The Chaska Herald. And you're uh, very worked up that the pilot of the uh, aircraft that landed on Lake Hazeltine during the Ryder Cup last fall. Wait a minute. Would have been the fall of 16. Fall of 16. Yeah. Is suing the city and the police chief. And you're very concerned because that's going to consume some of your tax dollars. Well, and not only that, but the precedent that it now sets. First of all, you're going to sue the city and the police chief because of emotional damage. Well, they're suing for defamation and violation of civil and constitutional rights because the uh, police chief apparently called the pilot's actions imbecilic and stupid. Which they were. They were imbecilic. They were stupid. They're going to sue you. Good. Chanhassen resident Dean Johnson, 61, and Wyzetta resident James Render, 64, are suing for defamation and violation of civil and constitutional rights. The case was filed in U.S. District Court on November 1, and the plaintiffs are seeking two hundred and twenty-five grand in damages and reimbursement for legal costs. Wow. Is that a private lake? Yeah, it's part of the golf I gotta course. i got to find page 26 in your daily newspaper here. Yeah, it's, it's right before the uh, the ads. Uh, you can find a nice, they got a nice ad section in that paper, too. Look, you'd love it because they always have stuff, you know, in relation to the Carver Junk Company that you oh, like to go Oh, yeah, visit Carver Junk Company is a really not reputable company. They got good stuff. Well, let's see. Johnson, the pilot, and Render, the passenger, were charged with petty misdemeanor for landing on the lake on October 2, 2016, near the 10th green during the final round between the U.S. and the Europe's. Uh, the Carver County Attorney's Office later dismissed the charges. Right. The float plane was the biggest public safety hubbub during the Ryder Cup. Uh, Chief Knight said he can't comment on pending litigation. I uh, can. Plaintiffs have experienced damages including pain, suffering, and emotional distress. Oh, what a bunch of pandas. Because of the incident, the comments by Chief Knight and the reporting, plaintiffs were forced to answer many embarrassing questions and spent many sleepless nights worrying about how the publicity around the incident would harm their reputations from both a business and personal standpoint. I never heard of these two. Right. And they're doing worse for their reputation right now with proceedings. Well, and not to mention, the charges against them were dropped. So they have... Well, I, the I, charges against them were dropped. I'm sorry, yeah. But they're suing... Uh, to recover what they believe to be the damages they're owed because of the way they were treated. 
which I think. I you're, think you're a resident. I of, am a of resident. The area you have a you have a voice in this. Uh, I just look at it this way: you had two guys who who decided that they were going to do this stunt during the Ryder Cup, knowing they were going to get the attention of landing their plane on a private lake during one of the biggest sporting events in the state's history. The they law- knew they were going to get attention. But the lawsuit alleges the city's application for air... See, I I find myself now in the role of uh, arbiter here. Okay. I have no horse in the race. Sure. Well, uh, you're the mayor. The lawsuit alleges the city's application for airspace restriction during the Ryder Cup was denied. Johnson also alleges the city did not request the Department of Natural Resources... Uh, to limit access or use of the lake during the Ryder Cup. So, in other words, these guys sounded like they felt they could... Well, you could fly over the golf course. A lot of people did. While the Chaska City Council declared the lake was off-limits, the plaintiffs stated they checked with the FAA and other regulatory authorities to see if the lake was restricted, but it was not, according to the lawsuit. Mm, hmm. That's. I think that that's, that's their um, belief. Interpretation. Because I, I I do remember them saying, and this was before this incident took place, that the lake was off limits. The Chaska City Council approved an ordinance regulating pedestrian and vehicle access, parking, and other restrictions on August 1st, 2016. The list of rules barred pedestrian access to Hazeltine from nearby neighborhoods and regulated vehicle access onto the premises. During the Ryder Cup, no person may operate, maintain, at anchor, or be on a boat or other floating device on Lake Hazeltine, the ordinance stated. Well, they were in a floating device, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Any violation of the ordinance, ordinance was a petty misdemeanor with a fine of not more than 300 bucks. Those who had subsequent violations could have faced 90 days in jail or a fine of not more than a grand. Under Minnesota state law, seaplane operations are permitted on Lake Hazeltine. On the same day as the float plane incident, two people in a canoe on the lake heading toward the event were cited for violating the city's ordinance. On the first day of the cup, kayakers were warned to stay off the lake. Those were the only incidents reported on the lake, according to uh, your Chaska Herald. All right. So what, do you want me to make a ruling? Well, I I actually thought you'd be a, a, a bit more um, fired up about this as well. Well, afflict the comfortable and comfort the afflicted. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know where to be on this. It's obvious these guys, it's not obvious, it's most like, it's very highly likely that they knew that the airspace was not suspended or... And they wanted to just show off. That's what these guys did. You know, if I had a plane, uh, that would have been a neat place to take it. Okay, and you would have done all the... There are conflicting uh, reports as to whether the lake was limited access or not to a seaplane. According to the Chaska Ordinance, it certainly would have been. Uh, FAA apparently said no. It's it's. You're but again, gonna... I think you're going. But that's their claim, though. That yeah. that that that. that the, but I I know the city said the lake is off limits during this event. In but... terms of their their uh, uh, emotional suffering, right, get to that part. That's well, the... it. Uh, What's up, bro? I mean, come on. Uh, you know, you... you're not a guy if you're claiming that, and you have the have the right, guts. Let's to put go... it this way. Let's put it this way. Don't know these gentlemen. Never heard of them before. They have now placed their names in play uh, as fodder for the likes of me, yep. right? Yep. So they, they're getting the attention they presumably never wanted because they feel defamed. 
the pilot without a pair. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, what what puzzles me is, and I could be going out on a limb here, but if you have a seaplane, yep. you probably have a few bucks. Okay, yes. That that those are expensive toys. Yes, right. And so it, it strikes me that uh, I don't know what strikes me that they got a lawyer who said, "Look, I can get you hey, some dough. Get some money out of the city for this." Hell, the lawyer's going to get half of it, if if not more. I, I don't understand why they would want to continue to draw attention to themselves right. when that's the very thing that they're claiming has damaged them is the attention. Mm-hmm. Or that's you just well, say, they're they're claiming they're claiming that what was said about them by the police chief they found it, to be damaging. I did answer a phone call, so forgive me if you mentioned this, but in that article they cited You answered a phone call? That's rare. <laughs> yes, Larry? Right, I deserve that. Yeah. Uh they cited a Pioneer Press article. Uh, that one, we don't know that. That <laughs> That wasn't written by you, was it? You didn't write about I did not write about story. the uh, pilots. Okay. No. No. Cuz this would have been right in, right in your wheelhouse. I think that the general rule of thumb that everyone should be aware of is that in large public events, well, for example, uh, well, this is not a very good analogy because you can't land a plane in downtown Minneapolis. <clears throat> but True. if a plane were to land near the Super Bowl, uh, yeah. th- that that would be problematic. In large public events, the fear of terrorism is so prevalent mm-hmm. yes. that that uh, you can understand that authorities would have found it unnerving for a plane to have put down uh, on the lake near the 10th hole of one of the, uh, at that time, the largest sporting event in the world during that week. The largest sporting event in the world. So I don't know where to be on this. Uh, Not a guy when you have to say, you hurt my feelings. Yeah. Well, is John Height ready? Uh, He's preparing. So I'm going out to Johnny Height, one of his favorites. <laughs> Johnny Height loves this one. Johnny, I, you like this one? I do love this one, actually. See? It's funky like a bow-leg monkey. Uh-huh. Let's funk it up. We are ready to get funky. We are ready we are to hungry. get funky because we are really hungry. <laughs> Here's John Height in the news. Thanks, Joe Drizzle. And 37 Degrees, this update brought to you by Robert W. Baird and Company. Wild with a fun comeback win last night. They roared back from behind to beat the Nashville Predators 6-4. <laughs> to four. Next up for the Wild, they're at Washington. Tomorrow evening, the Wild have won four in a row. Timberwolves in action tonight. They're in Dallas to play the Mavericks. Uh, we have more high school football semifinals going on at U.S. Bank Stadium today. Nine-man football. Nevis defeated Russell Tyler Ruthen 44-16. Uh, right now they're playing a 2A game. Pipestone with a 20-6 lead over Moose Lake Willow River at halftime. Tonight, at well, this afternoon actually, in 5A at 2 o'clock, Apple Valley will take on Elk River. In 4A at 4.30 at South St. Paul in Cloquet. I'm sorry, give me the 5 o'clock game again. Uh, Apple, uh, the fi- uh, 2 o'clock game, Class 5A, 2 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Apple, are... Apple Valley and Elk River. Apple Valley's only 5A? I thought Apple Valley was 6A. Well, you, they, you remember there's another new high school over there, East. Is it Eastview? I don't know. It's Apple Valley High School. It's listed as on, yeah. the, on the schedule. But they opened up a newer high school. Right. It's Eastview, East Ridge, East That's it. That's East Egan. Coast. That's Egan East or Inver Grove. Well, but I know. but Let's I, not get into it. Okay. Never mind. It's Who, cares? Who cares? Four, Have a good time, kids. Yep. East Carolina. Yep. Yeah. 
4A game at 4.30, South St. Paul and Cloquet, and in 6A at 7 o'clock tonight, Minnetonka and Creighton, Durham Hall. Go you Raiders, mm. beat the Skippers. Mm, those Skippers are sneaking in on them. News notes from today, Leanne Tweeden sat down with Good Morning America anchor Robin Roberts this morning to talk about those recent claims she made against Al Franken. Tweeden said, uh, of course, yesterday Franken insisted on rehearsing a skit that contained a kiss on a USO tour. Says he was forceful and stuck his tongue in her mouth. And she also supplied a picture of her sleeping with Franken's hands on her breasts. Uh, this morning, when asked about how she viewed Franken's apology, uh, apology, she said the longer second statement that he made felt heartfelt. He told Roberts, I do accept it. I think he realized how people felt about it and how it's a different time. 2006 is not 2017. When asked whether she thinks Franken should resign, she said, that's not my call. I didn't do this to have him step down. I think Al Franken does a lot of good things in the Senate. I think that's for the people of Minnesota to decide. I'm not calling for him to step down. That was never my intention. I just wanted him to understand what he did was wrong. Uh, the chief offsite correspondent wants me to tell you it's pronounced Nevis. I don't know what you said. I said Nevis. Sorry. Right, Nevis. Nevis. Okay. Uh, hey, ne- thanks for knowing that uh, offsite dorky man. It's mm-hmm. good. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> it's Nevis. It's Nevis. We're fact-based. N-E-V-I-S. That's a weird pronunciation. Mm-hmm. You think it'd have two E's. But right. I guess not. Tweets from the president causing some controversy about this whole thing. Uh, Trump moved quickly to condemn accusations against Franken as really bad. But he's remained silent, of course, on claims levied against Roy Moore, the Republican in Alabama's special Senate race, who faces allegations he sexually assaulted teenage girls decades ago. Twitter users immediately answered Trump's tweets mentioning Moore and, of course, Trump's comments caught on tape about grabbing women in certain places and about 17 different women that had accused Trump during the election of harassing or assaulting them. From the Star Tribune, the heat is on in one shelter at the Government Center light rail station in downtown Minneapolis, but others at the popular stop are not working. It's the same story at the Warehouse District Hennepin Avenue station where the overhead heat lamps that provide protection against the elements are on the fritz. <laughs> it's a widespread problem. You know why? What about the craft food service? Because all is that the riders working? riding for free are cold? Uh, yes, the okay. riders riding for free are cold. Mm-hmm. It's a problem because, according to Howie Padilla, of vandalism. No. Yeah, the heat lamps are being broken. Oh, that's that's a shame. Well, but, has has anybody ever spent time around these? St- that's all it is, is people just hanging around and getting into fights. Metro, that's all these stops are. Metro Transit became aware of the problem during the cold snap earlier this month after riders started complaining. And as the temps continue their slide into winter, riders are asking for the heaters to be fixed so they can stay warm while waiting for their ride. Metro Transit Manager of Facilities Micah Medio estimates replacing the vandalized heaters has cost the agency tens of thousands of dollars over the past few years. Which they don't have. Engineering teams have been working across the system to get them up and running. Dilla, though, offered no timeline as to when the damaged heaters will be fixed. They're made from one or more 12-inch glass tubes and are targets for vandals, especially in downtown Minneapolis. Said are they Medio. being vandalized just to wreck them, or are they stealing the bulbs? Uh, just to wreck them. That's, that's, just, uh, well, that's pathetic. That's, that's vandalism. Mm-hmm. A U.S. Navy pilot drew obscene pictures in the sky over Washington (laughs) State on Thursday. Viewers contacted a local station after watching a plane draw what appeared to be a crude depiction of a male swimsuit area in the sky (laughs) in Okanagan County, which borders Canada. Did it look like this? (laughs) It it, It was a ding-ding. It's almost power washing. Yeah. It's almost to the point of power washing where somebody had to say, that looks like male genitalia. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what? I would have looked at it and probably th- not thought that. Uh, mother and Was it oh, supposed to be like a birthday cake? And it just, you know, he... 
mother in Ogonegan, Washington, told the station she was upset because, well, she might have to explain the drawings to her kids. Navy told us. It's a rocket. Navy told. So to speak. (laughs) I'll say. Oh, wow. Ready for liftoff. Can I can I post this? Reminds me of the Little Feet Let's song see. "Rocket in My Pocket." I you would know what that was, don't you think? Yeah, I I, I did. Someone have to point it out to you, Joe? <laughs> what? I, I think he's saying we could, we could tell what the picture should depict. Rook, I wish you'd pay attention to he's what looking I'm trying at the to photo. ask you. He's looking at the photo. Well, he's, then he's yeah, Four, Thank you. It's a rocket. Three, yep. By the way, I heard you all 15 one, times off the air zero. that you were telling me that, one, but I wanted to keep looking. The vehicle has lifted off. Vehicle has lifted off. Well, ignition sequence not normal. Not normal. The Navy told the station that the aircraft involved was based at Naval Air Station Whidbey Island off the Washington coast. The air station. And lift off normal. Thank you. In a statement to the oh, local TV station. Navy said the incident was unacceptable, and FAA official told the station there was nothing the agency can do about it because it cannot police morality. Well, it did not violate any airspace rules. Yeah, is that what I also? He just took a couple of circles and he took a long way. Well, if he was a guy from Chaska, he'd end up suing the city over this. (laughs) Hey, I have a question. Doesn't represent my own. uh, You know what? So I have a question about the logistics of the design. Yeah, because I get how he did the the long part. Yeah, but. Did he do like a figure eight for the two at the bottom? That I'll bet you're correct, right? Is it that looks, what it was? Looks like a figure eight. He's got yeah. some pretty good, uh, pretty good skills. And as he's Let's flying put it this way, that guy can fly. Oh yeah. <laughs> and as he's flying, is he is he going like this? Is he taking it from right? The, you know, yeah, like a paper? sketch. I got to take a right here now and then circle <laughs> over. And... I'm putting this up. I don't care. Mafia boss of bosses Salvatore Toto Rina died early today in a hospital while serving multiple life sentences as the mastermind of a bloody strategy to assassinate Italian prosecutors and law enforcement trying to bring down the Cosa Nostra. He was 87 years old. Rina died hours after the justice ministry had allowed his family members bedside visits on Thursday. Reno is one of Sicily's most notorious mafia bosses, ruthlessly directed the mob's criminal empire during 23 years of hiding. He was serving 26 life sentences for murder convictions. He was captured in Palermo, Sicily, uh, in Palermo, Sicily's capital in 1993, and imprisoned under a law that requires strict security for top mobsters, including being detained in isolated sections of prisons where limited time outside, uh, with limited time outside of their cells. Update from a story we had yesterday. A woman who police dubbed the Hamburglar has turned herself in. Uh, this is the woman we told you about yesterday who came in through the drive-in window. Yeah. She came in through the drive-in window. <laughs> uh, she's 27-year-old Jessica Cross. Cross taken into custody yesterday. She's being charged with burglary and theft. A theft. Uh, police say Cross allegedly took. Now, yesterday uh, we were told some food. Yep. Mostly is what the story had. Presumably cold. She took $1,400 in cash. Well, that's something. A purse that was in the back, Mm -hmm. food items, and Happy Meal toys from the restaurant. Surveillance video showed the white Hyundai Hyundai Sonata pulling into the McDonald's drive-thru. She tried to place an order from her vehicle, but the business was closed. She's then seen pushing open the drive-thru window, looking inside and trying to pour herself a drink. She then entered the restaurant by crawling through the drive-thru window. She was in the building for about 35 minutes, according to the video. During this time, she tried to disable the surveillance system. She washed the cash doors in an attempt to remove fingerprints. 
Police said Cross turned herself in after learning she was wanted in connection with what that state burglary. was this, John? Uh, that was in I think it was Baltimore, wasn't it? Yes, it's in oh, Baltimore, so Maryland. That's not a state. No, Maryland. All yeah. right, Dave Dahl coming up. <laughs> Stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Here's Dave Dahl. It's my least favorite kind of day, Joe. Drizzly, dreary, yep. foggy. Dank. It, yeah, dank. The third damn dank day in a row. <laughs> Dave. That's good. It's... Third damn dank day in a row, Dave. <laughs> damn it. Uh, how many D's can you get in there? Uh, I could get more. I know. 37 right now. Uh, going for a low tonight down to 30. This light rain drizzle sleety mix. There's, it's actually mixing with a little snow over in west central Wisconsin. For us, it's going to be mainly in the rain form, but it could change over to some snow late tonight after midnight and then diminish and just be flurries, windy and colder on Saturday. Saturday's high temperature occurring right in the morning at 30, with temperatures pretty much steady or slowly falling into the mid-20s by the afternoon hours, 18 for the low Saturday night. Sunday's high back up to 36, 47 on Monday. Next week looks pretty good for the uh, travelers for Thanksgiving, which is a good thing. Uh, Temperatures stay a little bit warm on Monday, but then it cools down to 28 on Tuesday. Back into the 40s for highs for Thanksgiving Day. That should be a pretty nice day. Going for a... um, uh, kind of falling temps this afternoon, Joe. A lot of drizzle out there. Right now we're at 37. Thank you. Well, we're fact-based. And uh, thank you. What are we fact-based about? Uh, Randy writes, everybody pay attention. I'm only going to do this once. Uh, yes, this has come up before. Reavers, are you ready? Uh-huh. He originally sent this to us on Feb 5 of 2016. Okay. On Feb 5, 2016, at 1.56 p.m., Randy wrote, East View is East Apple Valley. East Ridge is Eastern Woodbury. Got it. I live in Apple Valley and grew up in Woodbury before there was an East Ridge. East View is in Apple Valley on 6200 140th Street West, which is in Apple Valley. I'll do it one more time. East Ridge is Woodbury. East View is Apple Valley. And you'll always be able to remember that because View is in Valley. Thank you. View is in Valley. There you go. And Ridge. And Ridge. I thought you were done. Well, and that, and that essentially is what split <clears throat> Apple Valley into two high schools, much like out of my neck of the woods, the, the old Chaska High School split into Chaska and now Chanhassen. And Scott writes, I'm a longtime pilot and recently retired air traffic controller. The FAA does not regulate landing sites. For example, they will never say pilots can't land their seaplanes on a particular lake. That is always a local decision. Two, who owned the lake? That is, who can determine whether or not a plane can land there? Seaplane pilots will know where to get that information. And number three, the FAA regulates airspace. As you said, the airspace was not closed down for the Ryder Cup. That closure is called a TFR for temporary flight restriction. The Super Bowl always has a TFR because it is an event with more than 30,000 spectators. Well, if that's, if I don't want to complicate this, but the Ryder Cup had considerably more than 30,000 spectators. I would like to have a tour of the uh, tower. If that guy can ever uh, arrange that as a retired 
So wouldn't that lead you to believe then that the city was right? That they, and I'm I'm guessing that they went through all the proper procedures of getting a temporary. Remember, the charges were dropped. It was found that they didn't violate law. What they're suing for is that their feelings are hurt. I, I get that. All right. That, that's where the anger that I have stems from. Should we have today's lesson in irony? Today's lesson in irony, mm-hmm. not ning. A Tennessee man and his wife were hospitalized after he accidentally opened fire during a discussion about church shootings at a local church. What? <laughs> the unidentified man was at First United Methodist Church in Teleco Plains, Tennessee, on Thursday when he was showing a handgun to other me- other attendees at a church dinner, oh. according to police in the town south of Knoxville. His unloaded Ruger was passed around at dinner, though the man in his 80s allegedly put the magazine back in and chambered a bullet when it came back to him. Police said that another person walked up and asked to see the weapon when the owner pulled the trigger. Evidently, he had just forgot that he rechambered the weapon, Teleco Plains Police Chief Russ Parks told the Knoxville News Sentinel. The bullet hit the man's hand before striking his wife in the abdomen. Both were taken to the hospital and are not believed to have life-threatening injuries. The gun owner had reportedly said that he had taken his gun elsewhere before showing it to other people at the church. Why is he doing that? Schools at the area were placed on lockdown over fears of an active shooter, according to the coppers. Well, he violated so many safety... uh... Well, he's in his 80s. Okay. He and Ma are going to go to the church dinner. Yep. Because they're going to discuss safety issues yep. at church. And just in case somebody breaks in, he's going to come on. I got. He's telling yeah. Ruth and yeah, You Fred got it. And, Gertrude, I got you here. Here's what I'm going to do. Security. When I'm coming to church, I got my pistol. Right. Here, I'm going to pass it around show it to everybody. Okay. And they're wolfing down the scrambled eggs or whatever. Right. And the, it comes back to him. He loads her up. Another guy wants to see it, and he hey. shoots his hand and Ernie. his wife. Ernie wants to see Ernie, it. Wa- Ernie didn't yeah, see it, it yet. Ernie, Ernie didn't see it yet. Give it to Ernie. He just got here. Yeah. Right. Ernie, was, where you been? He was running late. Ernie, where you been all? Were you, were you out walking? Is that where you were? Huh? I walk every day. Okay. <laughs> well, that's today's definition of irony. You bring the gun to church for the church safety dinner, and bing, bang, boom, you shoot the old lady right in the gut. Oh, oh. This. Wait, 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 you get that book. It happens, doesn't it? Old people are funny, though, aren't they? I mean, they're charming. Well, some in, of the in stuff this they case, do. In this case, uh, Matt. Well, maybe not. This Matt, case. you find humor? You find no, humor? No, it's, it's not that it's funny. It's just that when you think about the stuff they do uh, and how they gather and things are, it's charming. Just a minute. Mm-hmm. Just a minute. I got you. East Ridge is Woodbury. Yep. East View. East View is Apple Valley. And why did you say you could remember that, Matt? Because View is in Valley. Oh. Apple Valley. So it's So East you're just View. combining the V's. That's my link. Mm-hmm. Now I'll remember that East Ridge is Woodbury. East View is Apple Valley. We like to call that word association. Mm-hmm. Is that what that's called? Yes. Mm-hmm. It just helps me because I've got a I got a lot up here that I'm trying to descramble. Well, they really didn't come up with very inventive names, did they? Uh, I I would have named it after maybe a a former president, maybe a local hero. Al Franken. Well, I don't know if you're going to get a Franken elementary at all here. 
You know, I think I think would would you consider that an honor, sir? Well, you know, it's I'm uh, kind of down right now, but um, you haven't really appeared in public, have you? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not uh, not going to anytime soon here. Okay, so I'm, you know, I mean, you know, uh, I went alfalfa, mm-hmm. and I you could have gone. Uh, what were the other two you could have gone? Well, I according to Rook, uh, there's uh, you can I'll go peach. Yeah, or a prune. Yeah, but you prune. went, you went alfalfa. I went alfalfa. So I, <laughs> now, and now, um, now I'm in trouble. So um, uh, coming to Tokyo didn't help either. Well, Rangoon, Tokyo, right? I mean, you know, were you twisting the dials? Yeah, trying to get a little better reception. But didn't really work out for you, did? I'm a little. I'm a little. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, bro. I've got a definitive example of why the diversity movement is bogus. Okay. We know, but you're going to cite a specific example. Well, we know that diversity is a fact. It does not in and of itself construct a value. Mm-hmm. But that's what the, the diversity movement would have you believe. But I have a definitive example of why it's bogus. Okay. To, to buy the notion that it has value is bogus. It can, it can, but the mere fact of diversity is a fact. And it's a, it's a, it's a blatant example. It's a very educational for us. We should also mention that uh, today's scramble dedicated to the GL geologist, Stacy, who is getting hitched today. Yeah, and then she'll report to us if the San Andreas fault acts up. Wasted hours Fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis.